0: And currently, we have temperatures in the uh, lower 30s right now for most of the listening area. In the Lynchburg area, we have, uh, not 30s, 43, uh, 40 in Bedford, 42 in Roanoke and uh, Salem, 44 in Danville, 42 in Appomattox, and 44 in Amherst. Um, I think we're going to head into kind of a a pleasant day. I was looking through some memories on social media and... uh, and apparently that happens a lot this year where people are like, oh, we're not really going to get much of a... Well, don't fall for it. Do not fall for it. We've got colder weather coming. It's just a matter of time. So we have uh, the the whole entertainment world, mourning loss of uh, Lisa Marie Presley. And, of course, a lot of people are looking very closely at some of her last comments that she had made um, I did not know she had lost a son to suicide a couple of years ago, uh, but she but she did. And her last Instagram post was a screen grab of an essay she wrote for People about uh, the morning of the death of her son. Um, in 2020, he died by suicide. He was 27 years old at the time. Lisa Marie said she was heartbroken, inconsolable, and beyond devastated, but was trying to stay strong for her 11-year-old twins and her oldest daughter, Riley. She says that she considered her son the love of her life. Um, It wasn't until two years later that she even talked about the death. She did write uh, an essay that was published that talked about losing her son, calling it her worst nightmare, and while it's been years since she since he died, it would be three years, I guess, this year. She shared that grief does not stop or go away, in any sense, a year or years after the loss. Nothing, absolutely nothing, takes the pain away. But finding support can sometimes help you feel a little bit less alone. Um, so a lot of people are are wondering if that had something to do uh, with with her death. Um, I don't know uh in her essay, she admitted that she couldn't help but blame herself for losing her son. uh I battle and beat myself up tirelessly, blaming myself every single day, and that's hard to live with so i I don't know i'm sure I'm sure the truth will come out. I did not know she had children that young, so they would be what early teens now, I guess, so um. Hopefully, they have a a father who is very much involved in their lives. Of course, she has been married four times. She was married to Michael Jackson for a couple of years, and she was married to Nicolas Cage. I had forgot about that as well. A very interesting life that she uh, lived. Very, very strange, mysterious kind of life as as well. Uh, Looks like Joe Rogan's back in the... Hot seat again. Not that that's unusual. Um, Joe Rogan and a former CIA agent roasted liberal mega-donor George Soros on the Joe Rogan experience. That was posted on Wednesday. He was uh, speaking about Democratic mega-donors with a former CIA covert operations officer said i had a conversation with the governor of texas about him with greg abbott where he was explaining to me what george soros does and it's terrifying that he donates money to very progressive leftists whether it's a da or whatever politician then funds someone who's even further left than them to go against them he just keeps moving it along he's playing like a global game and he enjoys doing it we've talked about that on the air he's absolutely right Baker observed that Soros demonstrated an insightful knowledge of where the power to change society on the ground level really lies. He understands early on where you want to seize power. Sometimes you think, a senator, that's the pinnacle of success. Well, not really. It's the DAs and the state-level politicians. How many times have we said that? Maybe if Joe Rogan says it, people will start listening. Baker noted that Soros made his real for- fortune by almost busting the Bank of England. He's not out here for truth and justice. Joe Rogan needs to be careful. He's going to wake up dead <laughs> if he's not careful. Because Soros does have a lot of money.
1: I, I know he has a lot of money, but I would argue Joe Rogan's the one that could probably defend himself pretty well since he is a, he was a Taekwondo Chan- national champion and is a I- black belt in brazilian jiu-jitsu does
0: that really help you if it's a sniper i don't think so. No. that's a good point i just but, don't think that's but i will say if
1: someone tried to attack him uh i would take joe rogan
0: hmm. well it's interesting that even rogan was kind of startled uh by some of the things that he learned in this in this episode you might want to go check it out if you can make it through all the cussing he i was gonna say sometimes that he cusses so much the, i can't even listen
1: the for long periods of time the people who like complain about joe rogan either don't listen to a show or just listen to the clips because joe rogan's philosophy when it comes to his podcast which i think is a really good philosophy is he doesn't care like he he'll basically have anybody on. he'll have anybody yeah, and right. everyone on like and,
0: and he'll also tell him if he thinks they're full of crap. Yes, but yeah, I mean, he he does. Like, he is arguably much more of a journalist than journalists are.
1: It's it's funny the left destroys him when well, he is they don't more want left than he is like a full believer in social programs. He supported Bernie Sanders. Like it's it's, it's he just did, for,
0: but he doesn't now. Have you listened to him lately? He's not a big supporter of Bernie Sanders. Well, he endorsed him. Well, yeah, but that I'm was just saying. Years like I'm ago. just saying. He's not just one way or the other. Yes. But I will say he has he has seen
1: his in my political opinion, beliefs are very similar to my political beliefs.
0: That you believe in social programming? You I you, I want, just, you like Bernie Sanders, do I you? I am
1: not saying I like Bernie Sanders, no, but his saying. philosophy on most things I just agree with him a lot on most things. And
0: I agree with him a lot on on many things as, as well, and I do think he's seen the error of his ways with a lot of that. Because you you can't Go that far, socialism, and then gripe when things are done socialism like socialism. Um, he said, I don't think people realize the implications that it had on their actual lives with politicians, what rules people could and couldn't enact until the pandemic, until they shut down businesses, restaurants, mandated certain things, mandated vaccines for children's schools. When you saw politicians doing things like that, that's when you start freaking out. Like, I didn't know you guys had that kind of power. Well, yeah, they do. And if you support people like Bernie Sanders, they'll have even more. So I I do think he's kind of come around with with a lot of that stuff. But the interesting thing is regular people can say it and nobody listens. But when Joe Rogan says it, people are like, oh, shoot. Wait a minute. (laughs) Maybe George Soros is not a good person. Well, no, he's not a good person. He's a terrible person. Good
1: Lord. It helps that he has the, I guess, I mean, you could argue Joe Rogan has the biggest platform in the world. Like, he has the biggest podcast in the world. He certainly has, well,
0: podcast, um, certainly bigger than, he probably does have the largest platform. Um, As far as an individual, I'd say that's probably 100% true. No doubt. Coming up, we've got more of your Friday Funnies. We said we were going to have to get in a, um, a blue collar guy. We got it. Okay, well, let's do it. We could use a laugh on this Friday on the morning jam. I,
1: I, 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 I,
2: I, I, I hop up on I'm this trampoline, I start me. jumping up and down, it all came back to me. I was like, oh, I remember this. I started doing seat drops and knee drops. Yeah, then I got cocky. I forgot one very important thing about a trampoline. If you don't hit square, you go up at an angle. <laughs> you don't come down at that same angle. You come down at an equal and opposite angle. <laughs> yeah, I'm 20 feet in the air now my high school geometry kicks in. As I curl into the fetal position and bang off the rail onto the ground. My wife me so hard she nearly peed herself. <laughs> I learned two important things that day about a trampoline. Number one. The springs will pull the hair out of your legs. (laughs) And number two, the dog doesn't like to jump. (laughs) It's a wonder I'm alive. I'm always doing idiotic stuff like that.
0: Well, as if the Republicans couldn't tick me off anymore, uh, they can't seem to get anything accomplished, but they did manage to get smoking back in the Capitol under the new majority. What? Is that not the dumbest thing you've ever heard of? Welcome to 1976. So, members are once again allowed to smoke inside the building. Why would you even waste energy or time on that? Stupid. They made the rule change despite the fact that smoking indoors is banned in Washington, D.C. and generally accepted as a horrible (laughs) idea for everyone. The House and Senate are federal property governed by rules largely left up to House and Senate leadership. Pelosi banned smoking from much of the House premises when she took control in 2007. Probably the only thing she did that I could applaud. Uh, But members could still smoke inside their offices. Okay, whatever. You want to make your office stinky. That's fine. Um, Representative Tom Cole of Oklahoma took full advantage of the new rules earlier this week, much to the chagrin of a number of reporters stationed near his office. Laura Davidson of Bloomberg reported on Thursday that the first attempt to curtail the practice of smoking in Congress came 150 years ago Um, the Senate banned smoking in the chamber in 1914 Bill Clinton banned smoking in a number of federal buildings during his presidency but only those under the control of the executive branch where Kevin McCarthy was finally elected Um, the majority makes many of its own rules they can't get anything else passed but they did get the smoking put back in so there you go ridiculous i just think that's
1: makes no sense you know,
0: it well it, it just amazes me how when it's something that they want when it's something that that they think makes their lives better than then they're going to do it it doesn't matter how it affects other people i don't know it just drives me crazy Eight six six nine one six three seven seven six. Is our uh, studio line number? It's our toll free number. Our text number is four three four two four eight zero seven zero four. I've and the and the reason that that I don't like <laughs> bear sits. What are they smoking? Oh Lord, heaven only knows what they're smoking. Hey,
1: weed's legal in D.C. I'm sure it is.
0: Um, my thing is the you know the secondhand smoke. If you there's certain things you want to take them, do them, whatever. But I don't want to breathe it in. Yeah. So, I I kind of definitely have a opinion on that one for sure. So, I think it's interesting that that's what they what they managed to get done. So, well done you. Uh story out of Newport News. The uh Newport News School d- Division there has decided they're going to install metal detectors in all schools this after the six-year-old shot the teacher we've been covering that story all week long uh, metal detectors are now going to be installed in every school in the virginia city where the six-year-old boy shot and wounded his teacher last week why does it take something like that and uh, not that you want to have that visual of metal detectors, metal detectors yeah. you know going into your school but if it if it set an alarm off for somebody wanting to come in and do harm to the school, why wouldn't you do that? That's probably less expensive than a lot of things they could do. The Newport News School Board received permission Wednesday to purchase 90 walk-through metal detectors and has already started ordering them. That, according to the board chair, the first state-of-the-art detectors will be installed at Richnick Elementary School where first-grade teacher Abigail Zwerner was shot. Superintendent George Parker said that the city already uses metal detectors at random searches in high schools and middle schools, but not at elementary schools. Well, you would hope that you wouldn't need those, at least for the students. And he said, of course, the the shooting last week changed that. Now's the time to put up metal detectors in all of our schools. The January 6th shooting occurred while she was in her class. Um, There was no warning. There was no struggle, as we learned earlier this week. Uh, before the six-year-old boy pointed the gun and fired one round. It pierced her hand, struck her chest. The 25-year-old rushed her students out of the classroom before she was taken to the hospital. She has improved. She's now in stable condition. Um, They are describing the shooting as intentional, and a judge is going to be left to determine what's next for the child who is being held at a medical facility following an emergency custody order. So I guess they're at a probably a mental health facility. I'm guessing uh, they used. They say the child used the mother's gun, which had been purchased legally. It's unclear how he gained access to the weapon. Um, there are laws on the books where leaving a gun accessible to a child under 14 is a misdemeanor crime. Punishable with a maximum one-year sentence and a $2,500 fine. Now, we, as far as, have you seen anything about the mother? I haven't seen anything. I guess they're protecting the identity of of the child, perhaps. But that's going to come out at some point. It would have to, I would think. Do you think all schools need to have metal detectors? 866-916-3776. I would be curious to know what you think about that. Um, Again, I used to think, well, that's not necessary, but the further along we go, the more it seems like maybe we do. Like I say, if nothing else, if they had had a metal detector at some of these shootings that we've had recently, would alarms have gone off? Of course, not if you left a back door open and there was no metal detector, which is what we saw in that that one incident. Hey, this just in, late breaking news. Do, 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 do. Biden will not support a gas stove ban. Why are we talking about this? Why is this even a thing? I mean, what's next? We're going to debate whether or not you put sugar in cornbread, which also people get very heated about. Just saying. Do you put sugar in cornbread? I don't. Okay. But some people do. I just eat it. I don't make it. And they put a lot of it in there. I so like the
1: honey makes... Like, that's your sweet. Like, if you put honey on it. Or honey butter.
0: On cornbread? Yeah, we just put butter on it. There that was a too. There was a knockdown drag out on social media. And, and they were talking about sugar in spaghetti sauce.
1: Sunday, Sunday, exactly. Sunday. I mean,
0: people were getting... Coming up really in the really
1: co-main event... Should gas stoves be banned? I think that
0: answer has already come. And in
1: our main event, sugar, spice, and not everything nice. Exactly.
0: (laughs) They didn't want sugar in spaghetti sauce. People who were putting sugar. And I mean, it, it got nasty, too. And then I went in and said, now let's debate sugar and cornbread and then that completely distracted them it was just like pulling a pin and letting it go it's just weird Are
1: you, you're just like you were just saw you saw like the you're like the <laughs> that meme of the little girl who's like yes. smiling with the fire in the back
0: i did feel like that just a little bit just just a little bit uh Biden administration uh a spokesperson did say that uh he is not supporting the ban on gas stoves um Uh, Said he would not support a ban, and the commission and independent agencies say no ban is in the works. Said, I'm not looking to ban gas stoves. They have no proceeding to do so uh, in a statement on Wednesday. So I think it's fascinating. He wouldn't speak, he won't speak to the fact that fentanyl is killing the number one killer of 18 to 40 year olds. I mean, he won't talk about that, but he came out in less than a week and said and made a, a statement about the gas stoves interesting good morning you're on the morning jam hi
3: this is mike how you doing this morning i'm
0: good mike how are you
3: <clears throat> i'm doing all right <clears throat> they can put the metal detectors in schools you know i thought about it. you know you can have two doors one with a metal detector and then if it and then it goes off the door won't open behind it you know and you can hide it and never see it
0: oh okay i mean i know see. we have
3: I know we have technology for
0: that, right? Well, it is a scary option. You never know you're being scanned either. And see, I think that would probably be very useful because then they wouldn't know. You know that the people who would do harm couldn't right. plan around it because right. they wouldn't know it was there. That's that's very, that's very wise. Of course, one of the things that we talk about all the time is that if these idiots know that they're going to meet resistance they usually don't do the crime to begin with but you know they're not going to if they would just you know have armed people at our schools these shootings wouldn't happen but they're not going to do that we know that
3: oh no no i ain't never seen a gun i mean i ain't never seen a gun kill nobody i mean right they said it's a gun it's a gun it's not the gun's fault right you know and had that little six-year-old kid. Where did he hide the gun at? It
4: was I in heard his this backpack. They,
3: they, no, they searched his backpack. It wasn't in there. They said on the news this morning. Mm, I hadn't heard so that. Don't know, yeah, don't know where he, they searched him. Don't know where. Don't know where it was at. Did another kid think it was? Did they think that gun was fake to, be, to begin with? You know, like cowboys and Indians back in the day. I'm gonna shoot you. And he he might have thought it was a fake gun. It was a real gun.
0: Well I mean I, I don't know the story that we have with Jim Crisula, the correspondent from CBS said that in the police documents the child had pulled it out of his backpack, pointed it at the teacher and shot her pretty much without warning. That was the right. story we had had. so I'll have to look I'll have to look in, into that
3: Yeah I heard this morning today they, they had got a tip that he had a gun and they looked for it and didn't and he didn't have it. Now they know they got to find out who had the gun. Where was the
0: gun? All right, we'll we'll check that out. I'll have to, I'll okay. have to check that out. Thank you so much for calling right, in this thank morning. You. Thank you. <laughs>
4: It's time for your morning jam weather, brought to you by WDBJ7. I'm meteorologist Brent Watts. Mostly sunny today, cooler and blustery. Highs at 52, lows at 27 tonight. Turning sunny on Saturday, much colder though with a high of 44. Low temperatures at 23 Saturday night. And on Sunday, highs top out around 53 with a low of 28. And if you have Monday off for Martin Luther King Jr. Day, high temperatures at 54 with sunshine.
0: Currently 44 degrees in Lynchburg, 41 in Bedford, 42 in Salem and Roanoke, 43 in Danville, 44 in Amherst, and 42 in Appomattox. So we were talking before we went to break uh, about a listener who was talking about these latest developments in Newport News. We were talking about how the city is now saying they're going to be installing the uh, metal detectors In all the schools, they've already started ordering them. Uh, New details are coming to light following that shooting. Uh, This report that he was referring to is coming out of uh, WVEC. And uh, that is, I mean, this has just come out recently. uh, Reports that the school division superintendent now says the boy's backpack was searched before the shooting after someone reported he may have had a weapon. So, officials are saying that the child arrived late to school the day of the shooting. The person who searched the child's bag did not find a weapon, but a few hours later, his first-grade teacher had been shot. The division is not saying who searched the bag, but officials suspect that the boy had the gun on him during the backpack search. So you checked the backpack, but you didn't check the child? Is that what they're saying? Students won't return to school for at least another week. However, the head of the Newport News School Board said there will be metal detectors in place at every school in the city. Uh, And, of course, as we mentioned earlier, the teacher's condition is improved. I don't see how the school is not going to be held somewhat accountable if they had a heads up and they didn't search the child and they just searched the handbag. I mean, I'm not sure how that works. But you would you would think they would have checked. And he's six years old. The bear's saying that some of the three eighty pistols are really small. Technically, they're nine millimeter. So maybe it was... Fairly easy for him to hide. I don't know. That's uh, I don't know. That's interesting. Hmm. Uh, Lori Lightfoot's in the news again. Um, Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot's reelection was ridiculed by critics Thursday, as her campaign touted her record on crime and sought the help of student volunteers in exchange for school credit. All right. How do they get up there and tout her record on crime? In Chicago, that is just has a horrible record for crime. She announced she would seek re-election as the Windy City's mayor. In June of 2022, crime had spiked 40% since she took office, In 2019, homicides rose to their highest numbers in 25 years. Do you think they mentioned any of those numbers? Probably not. It does show that, um, you know, just how they do business. Lightfoot was, uh, is a historical first for sure, but not in the way that, you know, she would like to be remembered. Um, they're calling her the worst mayor in America, not just the worst mayor Chicago has ever had. And people are wanting to know, why aren't they calling out her record? Why don't they ever say anything? Well, I think we know that, why that is. First of all, she's a woman. Second of all, she's a gay woman. Third of all, she's a black gay woman. I mean, that's, they're not going to call her out on it, even with a 40% increase in murder. But it does make you think, is there anybody else that would ever get by with that? That wouldn't be called out on that? I don't think so. I just, I don't think so. Um, I keep seeing Julia Roberts pop up in my news feeds. Something about a DNA test with Julia Roberts. Have you seen this pop up anywhere? It's probably clickbait, I'm guessing. Um, she took a DNA test and uh, she appeared on PBS Finding Your Roots, which I don't know that I would even go on that show because so many people go on that show and discover things that they don't want to discover. Beloved actor, actress Julia Roberts discovered that she is not even a Roberts after all. During her appearance on PBS, Julia's great grandfather John Pendleton Roberts was the son of a woman, Rhoda Subtle, but beyond that there was a gap in her family tree. When looking at George's 1880 census, Henry asked Julia if she noticed anyone missing, to which she replied, "Um, a father." Later, the TV host revealed to the Notting Hill Star, that she is actually the descendant of a man named Henry MacDonald Mitchell and not of Rhoda's late husband, Willis, Willis R. Roberts. The latter died in 1864, over a decade, therefore making it impossible for Julia to be a descendant of Willis. This happens a lot on this show. They have a lot of of things that are revealed and I'll never forget. And I believe it was, um, what is his name? Uh, black actor, very played God in, um, Morgan Freeman, Morgan Freeman was on there and they, they ran his DNA and they went through and, and he was tracked back to slavery times and and had assumed that that was his but he didn't have any connection to slavery at all um and he was and so they find out things like this when they dredge up i don't know what i i don't know if i think that's a good idea or not there are some things that do you really want to know some of those things i mean there are things a lot of things that were kept secret a lot of people were raised by people who weren't really their uh family they were not blood family, but they were family because they loved them and took care of them. Sometimes I just don't know that that's a good idea. I would be heartbroken if I found out I wasn't a rose, if I really wasn't a rose. That would just kill me.
1: Be a thorn in your side. <laughs>
0: no, that would be you. You were the thorn. <laughs> Speaking of Thorn, we'll need to get a Friday Funny ready here in a little bit. Uh, in the meantime, let's go ahead and get them our Five and Dine. It's a good one today. It's tasty.
4: It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on the Morning Jam. Give her five minutes and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight.
0: Five and Dine is brought to you by your Midtown Grocer on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg, L Market. And we're doing a recipe today that is going to be great for those of you who like to throw things on the smoker. They're called Smoked Shotgun Shells, and they are a lot of fun. They're fun to make, and they're fun to serve up. You can use them more like an appetizer, uh, or you can use them as part of your entrees if you like. You're going to need some manicotti shells. This is an interesting way to use them. You'll uh, need some bacon, some Italian sausage. I like to use a turkey Italian sausage. It makes me feel a little bit less guilty, maybe. I don't know. Uh, You're going to mix together four ounces of mozzarella shredded cheese and four ounces of cream cheese and a couple of teaspoons of barbecue rub, and you're going to mix that in with your Italian sausage, and you're going to take that and stuff it into uncooked manicotti shells. Yeah, just uncooked. Just stuff it down in there. You can put them in a piping bag, or you can just stuff them the way you do any. Manicotti shell, And then you're going to wrap them with bacon. Make sure they're covered all the way through. And put them on a wire rack. And apply a generous amount of your favorite barbecue rub. And then allow it to rest. I, I cover it with saran wrap. Let it rest overnight. And then, when you're ready, get your smoker to about 250 degrees. And use your preferred choice of wood. I usually like apple wood. Cherry's good, too. Then you're going to put the shotgun shells far from the heat source. And allow them to smoke for an hour. After the first 30 minutes, give them a good turn. uh, Make sure everything is getting smoked evenly. And then after an hour of that, turn that heat up to about 350 and get a nice crisp on that bacon. Once it's crisp up to your liking, apply your favorite barbecue sauce. Just brush it on the outside. Cook it for another 15 minutes to caramelize it up. And then you're going to remove them from the smoker and allow them to rest. And it's going to take about five minutes, maybe ten. You can serve them whole or they will cut beautifully into little medallions. And you can serve them up that way. Smoked shotgun shells. You need to check them out by going to Facebook. Type in Janet's Five and Dine. And you'll find this recipe and all the recipes that we share. Brought to you by f Market where their meats are a cut above.
5: I won one of them big stuffed animals one time at the fair, which I hated because I'd carry it around the whole time. And I win something and the guy goes, what do you want? And I said, well, give me that goofy looking minion right there, that little minion. He says, what? I said, that goofy looking minion with the purple hat right there. He goes, that's the manager. <laughs> you ever ride the rides at the fair? They scared the heck out of me. My little boy's, Daddy, can we ride the roller coaster? Yeah, We ain't riding the roller. You do realize, son, they put that up in an hour in the parking lot. All right. <laughs> Probably got a bunch of parts left over on that daggone thing. Remember last Christmas when I got you that bicycle and put it together in 50 minutes and you got on it the wheels fell off and you racked your nuts? Remember that whole day right there? That's going to happen to you on that roller coaster right there.
4: Or you fire up the, the coffee maker, turn That's on it. the morning jam. jam
0: we're glad you're listening and joining us on this friday on the morning jam our toll-free number is 866-916-3776 we've got kevin on the line this morning good morning
4: good morning there yeah i was just uh, hearing the comments on the metal detectors and i just thought about i said you know how many more students teachers people in school systems are going to get wounded or killed uh, until they really stop and think for a moment, uh, why don't we just arm for those that want to be armed the teachers, the administrators, the coaches even even the janitorial staff because with that thought you know that that's that's out there, a student, even though we may not think they have too much thinking at all they're going to think twice, well, if I pull a gun on somebody what 's the what's the chances of somebody being armed near me that they could pull one on me. And, you know, strength is going to respect strength. And they, you know, you look at the cost of a uh, metal detector, uh, it's somewhere maybe around 200 to $500. Uh, you could take that type of money and you could train for those, for those, you know, uh, coaches, teachers, you know, administrators that want to be trained, uh, and they could learn how to use a gun and carry a gun with you at all times, uh, and and that's why you don't have anybody going into sheriff's departments or police stations shooting them up uh, because they're all armed, right? Uh, you know, you know they do it in the state of Israel. You know, they, they, they keep those all armed. The Absolutely, they do.
0: Yeah. Well, and you you're required um, to be, be to be trained and served and and to be able to interact for your country sure, that way. Yeah.
4: Sure. Sure. And and uh, it, it's it, it'll just keep on piling up, and you know you just think about that uh, first grade teacher. Uh, you you wouldn't be surprised a year from now if she said, you know what, the heck with teaching, I'm not going to do this anymore. You know, it, it's not worth my life. I'll, We're already you know, seeing it, right? We're you know, seeing it and everywhere, said, you know, right? So, um, it you know, and again, the politicians, especially politicians, they. They operate and live in a knee-jerk uh, lifestyle because they they wait till after the fact to do something about you know a, a crisis, and and uh, they won't they won't cut it off at the pass. So uh,
0: you know, yeah, it has you know, to get again, so extreme before they'll do anything about it. And some would say that that's why Israel is where they are is because they've had to to deal with so much tragedy and violence that they know that they have to go there in, in order to protect their children. I mean, is it going to have to get that bad before we actually do something? It certainly feels that way.
4: Well, it seems like, you know, you and I will have the same conversation maybe, what, midsummer, early spring? You know, we don't know when we'll have it again, but it'll happen somewhere in this country. And then everybody will just sit around and, and run around like a chicken with the head cut off. You know, get on this and on that. But are they really solving the problem? Or they just putting a Band-Aid on the bullet wound. That's all they're doing.
0: I feel like we've you been know, having the, this conversation uh, for decades off and on. Right. You know?
4: So, uh, uh, you know, uh, so why you got, you know, Biden up, up in D.C. wanting to, uh, you know, stop uh, the banning of, of, of gas stoves. Yeah, he spoke always, out about, take, about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll, he, they'll, they'll he, take care of all the softball questions sure. and, all, and the softball issues. But, but when it comes to uh, protecting your people... Oh, you forget that. right? So, anyways, that's what, you know, um, this is some food for
0: thought. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate it. Thank you for calling in right. this morning. Have a good weekend. Talk you to you later. Bye now. Yes, right. we thought it was ironic that, you know, we can't get him to speak about the border crisis, can't get him to speak about, you know, fentanyl, any of that. I mean, it took years to get him to say anything about that. But boy, the gas stove debate, he is putting something out there right away. They won't answer questions about those... Uh, about those files that they found, but but they'll answer questions about that. So, uh, only the important things. Uh, if you are a fan of the, the Bush family, uh, Jenna Bush Hager made a confession about her childhood live on the air, revealing a private moment from her childhood involving her famous grandmother, former First Lady Barbara Bush. She, you know, seemed... When I think about Barbara Bush, she hits me as being fairly benign for the most part. The former first daughter fought back tears as she talked about um, body shaming. And she said that her grandmother could be very biting and belittling. And she remembers being a teenager she was wearing a bikini. It was a yellow bikini. And I was lying next to my twin sister, Barbara. And my grandmother, who I adored, but had kind of a biting personality, said something like, Oh, Jenna, looking chubby. Her partner, Hoda, kind of gasped when she said it. And she said, I just remember feeling like I wanted to hide. Years later, she said Barbara apologized to her and said she was only projecting her own insecurities onto the teen, and she told her that her own mother had said those types of things to her, that her mother always thought of her sister as the really beautiful one and would say so. Martha Pierce was Barbara's older sister, and Jenna said her great-grandmother knew how to needle her. She would say things like, Martha's the pretty one, you're the funny one. You're the smart one, Martha. Is this one? You're this one. You're that one. So late in life, uh, Barbara said, "You know, when I said those things to you, I think I was talking to to my my younger self." Um, and you know, I, I was I was blessed that I did not have that growing up, but I had friends who did have it. Moms who could be very difficult on them and uh, and would say things that that weren't. Very nice. Of course, now they want to blame it on, you know, it was the Barbies. We had an unrealistic image because we played with Barbies. Hey, there is a a new Barbie out, a new taller Barbie doll that's aimed at kids as young as three. Um, Barbie has been transformed again, this time into a version for three-year-olds. Gone is the hourglass figure for My First Barbie, which launched Thursday ahead of July's live-action film, about the icon. Uh, the slightly softer-bodied Barbie follows on in uh, the high heels of a tall, petite, curvy version that was released five years ago in a massive makeover. My first Barbie is 13 half inches tall, two inches taller than a traditional one, has a larger waist that de-emphasizes the bust line, and fleshly-toned, modesty undergarments that are permanently attached. Her fashion is more kidlike, with a playful heart. Star and flower designs on jammies and flouncy preschool-friendly dresses and swim gear. Well, there you go. She really doesn't look that different to me, but whatever. It's hard for Barbie to survive in today's world, I guess. So now there is a new My First Barbie and uh, I love my Barbies. I like the fact that their dresses look so pretty and their waists were so little and but that's fine. Uh, my first Barbie runs about $1999. If you're looking to purchase one for a toddler near you. Hope you have a great Friday. We're gonna be back on Monday. Some of you may be off on Monday for Martin Luther King Day. And if you if you are lucky, you enjoy that long weekend on us. Looks like it's gonna be a pretty nice one. Overall, So enjoy that. Also be sure to uh, check out our SoundCloud. We had a lot of interesting interviews this week. We spoke with uh, Councilman Marty Mischens earlier in the week. We also spoke with uh, Mayor Stephanie Reed. We had uh, interviews on the Temple Christian School uh, issue that's going on there where they've uh, fired a couple of people, including the principal, and parents are up in arms about that. That's on our SoundCloud. We had an interview with uh, our governor, that we did yesterday you'll be able to find all of that and catch up on the week's activities just by going to soundcloud you can type in the morning jam and the date uh, of your choice and you can catch everything that way have a great weekend we'll see you monday thanks for listening to the virginia talk radio network